Hey everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 420. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I am Mako-chan. And many apologies as to what's going on here and why we're running late. Um, I've switched over to regular OBS Studio, trying to set everything up. Still running into some issues with the webcam. Um, I see that there is some slight lagging going on. Oh, he's saying it's loud? All right, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right. How's that? Hope is not too loud for you now. Okay, let's bring this down too. All right, that shouldn't be too loud now. Hopefully, all right. So we, I guess we fixed the audio. Uh, sorry about the um, the loud music. Just resetting things the way it should be. I am going to temporarily stop the stream so I can readjust for for the video output because I can tell it's skipping frames. So just give me one sec. Oh, we're having so much fun, aren't we? That's interesting. Let's try this again. There we go. Settings. Output. Let me close and reopen this shit. There we go. Settings. I won't even change the output. Are you kidding me? Fuck it. Well, we tried. Sorry about that. Um, I tried to go in and readjust uh, the frame rate dropping, but for some reason, OBS Studio won't allow me. Probably because of... I've got people, I got this, this crew on Skype and all of that craziness. So I apologize now for any issues on tonight's show. But as always, you can gladly download the episode probably in the next couple of days. And yes, we are back. Thank you so much for sticking around. Um, again, we are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Dijon Mess. That's Ari. I'm Ari Rockefeller. That's Ari, and over there is Mako. So, we're going to kind of get the ball rolling, because we have so much shit to talk about tonight, it's not even funny, and it's basically my fault, because I thought I had everything set and under control, which I did not. But I will say, under OBS Studio, the output looks nicer, it looks, the text looks sharper, everything looks crisper, I like how things were going. So, we're going to go around the room real quick with, how was your week, how was your day, Ari? Uh, well, my, uh, new chair came, as you can see. Hooray! It's a, uh, I think it's a Hercules model, it, which uh, means it's big enough to support my fat ass. Mm. <laughs> and, you know, 
it was delayed for a while, but then, uh, you know, it, it arrived earlier today, and I'm just like, oh god, I'm not here to receive it. I hope the gigantic box at this 75-pound chair is, a uh, inconspicuous and no one, you know, bothers it while I'm at work. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ari said, they say that you're echoing. Hold on for a second. It's probably my end. Uh, there we go. Yep, I got you fixed there. And you should be fixed now. You should be good. All right. All right. He's good. He's good. Sorry about that. He's good. Should be. Yeah, you should okay. be good now. Yeah, I forget. See, when you talk, when you're talking on Skype, it carries its audio on top of the regular audio. So, my bad. <clears throat> it's like and episode that's... one all over again. Granted, this is episode 420, but who's counting? Make the jokes about us being high when we're shooting, when we're, you know, putting this together right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? And, uh, let's say I... I would I, say, Ronma, you're kind of tinny. Alright, how about now? How about what now? Am I still tinny? Not as much. Okay. Alright. It's probably the, um... The settings of the microphone, so we should be good now. So it's definitely better on my end. Oh, that's good. Appreciate it. As long as you don't hear the people, as long as you don't hear the kids running back and forth upstairs, it's all good in the hood. <laughs> I do, but I know what I'm listening for. Lord, <laughs> someone that's just smack somebody. Hmm. Let's see, what else? Um, I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood on Saturday night, on Friday night, sorry. Yeah. Pretty good movie. Just uh, your, uh, you know, your reminder every year, year a couple of years or so that uh, Quentin Tarantino loves ultra-violence, <clears throat> ultra-violence, you know, vintage Hollywood stuff, and feet. Eh, every person has their fetish. Mm-hmm. And... And uh, also, I joined a gym today. No, oh, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, they they were sending me offers in my email for a sign up bonuses. The one the one I got was a a, a dollar starting mm -hmm. fee, and uh, they give you a beach towel and a fifty dollar uh, coupon for Amazon. That's good. This is something. This went. Oh, look at that! I got the. Uh, I just got the email just now. Mm. I'm thinking once I can finally, uh, okay. <clears throat> once I'm able to, uh, you know, get into a good schedule, a good habit of uh, going to the gym after work, maybe I can lose enough weight or I don't have to get 70 to 90% of my stomach chopped out. Mm. So there's that to uh, look forward to. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's baby steps essentially, you know? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm cautiously optimistic, let's just say. I believe in you, dude. And, uh, well, that's that's just about it for me for now. Awesome. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, week was interesting. Work was interesting. Day was boring. There you go. Oh, sounds about right. Okay, so... My weekend day has been the usual working. Um, I got all of the good news is that all of the BronyCon photos are not fully edited. So I'll be uploading them um, by groups every single day. Um, I'm basically packed for my mini four-day vacation. No, I am not going to uh, DragonCon. I have no idea if that will ever happen. It's just way too massive for me. But I'm going Where to, are you going anyway? I'm visiting a friend for four days. Just, just okay. want to go away, so... Plus the I fact, yeah. Plus Labor Day Monday, so uh, hey, I, I, four day weekend, so I might as well. So. All right. Uh, before we continue, they're still having issues with buffering, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to stop the stream one more time. I'm going to try something else. So I will be. Right, actually, we will all be 
right back, so. Alright, let's try this one more time. Okay, alright, so we're back. I reset everything. We should be good to go on, on everything. There should be no issues with uh, lag or anything like that. If there is, uh, we're probably going back to slobs. So we'll see. Please keep me posted as to what's going on. All right, audio is still low. All right. All right. I adjusted the audio, so we should be good. I'm adjusting things over here. There we go. I should be good. We should be good. How is let me know how's that sound, okay? I will greatly appreciate that. All right, better. We're good. We're golden. Finally. Good. Now that we've gotten Oh yeah, this is much better. Oh, shut up. No, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm mm. being serious. Mm. All right. Again, you know, we're good. We're going. We're going to get to our next section, uh which is how was your week? How was your day? Which we basically already did, but I forgot to update the uh, meter. So we're going to go all the way up to uh, Weekly Nerd Swag, where every week we show something nerdy as part of our from our wares. Unfortunately, I am unable to do that this week because of what's going on here, but uh, I will figure it out one way or another. So I might have to call tech support from great old Bobby Blackwolf. They'll be thrilled to hear from us again. Theo X75 says it's YouTube, Mixer, and Periscope. It's not that. It's my end. It's my end coming in, pushing out to you guys. Once everything is set up here in the studio the way it should be, then everything is golden, all right? That's what it is. So, all right, Ari, what do you got to show off today? Uh, I had to look around on my shelf for a little bit for this, but uh, this was one of the, uh, this was one of the uh, little piece of swag that they gave me when I uh, pre-ordered MLB The Show 17. I like, got one of the nice fancy editions. Nice. Yeah, it's the... Uh, this is the year when Ken Griffey Jr. got uh, almost unanimously you know, voted into the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. Which is why that's uh, supposed to be his profile as a mock-up the MLB logo. That's pretty cool. You can tell by the backwards cap. And, uh... Yeah, this is the first year I decided to make my uh, own in-game avatar for uh, playing through career mode, which is where Big Daddy Rock came from. Mm. But honestly, my uh, my love for the like for the for the franchise is kind of stagnated because sports games, especially, are just overflowing with microtransaction stuff. That's a lot of games, so you know. Yeah, but sports games, especially like. Yeah, Madden. Madden's the biggest offender, and uh, you know we're trying to you know get that to be in less games, so we just mm -hmm. you know not support it as as much or at all. Mm, gotcha. All right. Cool. Mako, what do you have for our weekly nerd swag? Did we Mako? Did we lose her? I'm here. Okay. I'm like, what else can go wrong tonight on episode 420? Yeah, <laughs> I'm here. Um, anyway, so some of the stuff that I had been purchasing from Japan from my friend, um, some of the stuff she was finding was a little weird. Mm. So um, they did a collaboration with um, Love Live and Sega. Mm -hmm. So there are a couple of different uh, pieces out there. Um, Hanamaru ended up being the spokesperson for this particular collaboration. Uh, so this just happens to be one of my Love Live Sonic crossovers. I do have another one um, that is a keychain, uh, which I may show off at a later date. But I just thought that the collaboration was kind of cool. Um, it's a very weird combination, but I do enjoy both of the characters, so I had to grab it. Mm, that's good. Fine. <laughs> I want to talk about weird combinations. You obviously haven't been playing very many fighting games. 
That's a, that's a beast for another time. Yeah, I play the fighting games that have the combination characters brought in. But this is a weird combination if you know both series. Mm. Well, at least it's not in, like in Sonic 2006 where... Uh... Like so, well, it's just not like 2006 where and Sonic's not trying to kiss her, so. Mm. Alright, normally I have something to show off, but again, I have nothing, so. I hope y'all didn't. Cat? No, that was not a cat. That was one of the kids upstairs. Yikes. I know. I know. For some of those you know, who, are, who are watching, if you don't hear it, as I've mentioned before, I live in a basement apartment. There are people upstairs, and they have four kids. And usually every night when we go live, you you might hear them. We everyone on the on the studio and on Skype can hear each other, can hear them, but. Sometimes when I'm going back to the playback, you, you don't hear it at all, so it's like a blessing in disguise. I'm just like, thank you, Lord. Plus, you tend to mix it out, don't you? I I usually don't. Oh, I thought you did. No. Maybe I should, though. But then again... I must have been thinking of something else, then. Then again, I, I don't know how to properly mix stuff out, so... I, I just <laughs> pray and hope and go for the gusto, so... All right, so we're gonna move along to to our our our, our next topic here. Um, wow, that 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 that's all I, I I have to say is just wow. I mean, I, I've heard of. Things where a department head steps down, but a department head and a con chair? Jesus Christ. That, that, that's, that's all I gotta say, so. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Alright. I am trying to pull up something here because I would like to say, give a special thanks to the, to the wonderful staff at um, Nerd Caliber that basically did a complete, up, thorough article on what had happened. Now, I had pondered to, to discuss this or not because um, at one time I was friends with the cosplay head and due to the whole thing of collateral damage as well as, you know, guilty by association, I bailed out. So, without further ado, breaking news coming out of um, out of Ohio and some parts of Pennsylvania, the con chair of Colossal Con and Colossal Con East, Donnell Schaffner, and cosplay Colossal Con and Colossal Con East cosplay head Chris Gary have decided to step down amidst issues of chaos within the ranks. Elements. Con-goers and cosplayers alike within the last three days. <sighs> now, let, let me pull this up real quick, and I'll, I'll get, and I'll start explaining, you know, everything, you know, that I can off the top of my head. Follow the like. Follow the link in the, in the chat room to follow along. We'll click the link in the chat room to follow along. No, we're not talking about that one. That's Anime Revolution. We're talking about Colossal Con. Oh. Yes. Here we go. Actually, it's the top story. So. <laughs> some some of these controversies tend to run together sometimes. Yeah. I'm not gonna run off the whole thing. I just want to give you the summary of what's going on um this it's not the first time colossal con has been in the midst of 
controversy, whereas over the summer there was an issue with their panel head waitlisting a POC panel, which I think that should not have been waitlisted, but it is what it is, uh, along with issues with con people being congoers having to leave the Kalahari and the Poconos due to normal non-convention attendees coming in, causing more chaos. Now, what has happened is due to the fallout of, of you know what was going on, which basically was the former cosplay head Chris Gary basically zeroed in on a couple of cosplayers that has caused issues with him on a personal level, and he basically used his personal Facebook to attack them. He is best friends with. Uh, Donnell, Schaffner, or he goes by Sinclair, whatever. They're kind of attached at the hip. One enables the other. So that's basically where this all begins. This all begins on a post on Friday. I believe that was on his personal Facebook that he decided on a post he made public deciding to call out a couple of cosplayers. This is in, re in results to a short run Colossal Con t-shirt where it says Colossal Con Normies get out, and it's Oof. yeah, it's kind of it's kind of chaotic. After like I said, after about an hour, it it got pulled because the feedback from it was none too thrilling. People were complaining about it, so it got pulled. That in turn is what caused all of this to begin. Now, if you go onto Twitter, uh, if you look up Crazy Chrissy on Twitter or Sarah Fong on Facebook, there are public posts that traces all this back. And basically, it just turned into a pissing contest between a con chair, a department head, and a couple of cosplayers. Now, it is said, according to the article, that Chris Gary had been fired from the position as cosplay head. Now, I can tell you, he stepped down before they allowed him to be fired. Trust me, I know this for a fact. He was basically, he's kind of getting tired of doing all of this, so he's basically saying, I'm done. And that's exactly what it is. Now, right after that, it still was kind of going, and then Donnell decided to, to do the right thing and step down, and there was somebody new named, um, let's see if I can, someone named, uh, I think it's Victoria, who is now the current new, yeah, new con chair. Now, as for being replaced for cosplay head, someone named Miranda Schossler, who run, who co-runs Spectacular Party Entertainment, who is basically going to be taking over for the cosplay masquerade. I will say, for as long as Chris has been running the masquerade, he runs a tight ship. But for those of you who have interacted with him outside of it, it's not the best uh, interactions in the world. And I have gotten feedback on that in real time. Yeah. Okay. So, long story short, two people who like to basically enable each other, cause chaos, cause drama, and troll have basically have stepped down from from helping to run basically one of Midwest one of mid, the Midwest's biggest anime conventions. Now, granted, you have two new people running the show. Do not forget, Donnell still owns the convention itself. He runs. He owns a company called Nostalgia Conventions LLC, which runs about eight different conventions between um, North Carolina and Ohio. You know. Mm -hmm. But he will still be like the top guy. It's like the whole um, what's what am I looking for? The whole Jeff Mock uh, bullshit that's that's been going on in our backyards here. And I know some people are still complaining and still bitching about, you know, this is not enough. Baby steps. You got you have two people you feel has not been doing the public good with their conventions out. It'll take time for other staffers who have been toxic to the convention to be gone as well. It's going to take time. I still say you should support Colossal Con and Colossal Con East. There are people who are said they are going, but they're going to ghost the convention as retaliation. Do not ghost the convention. That makes you just as a big of asshole as these other two people who were who were part of staff. 
do what you got to do, but don't do that. It's it, it, it's it's not fair and it's not right. And Gene R. Brick One says, "Is it because of the panel? Not necessarily, but it was cannon fodder in regards to that." And I have had to explain to people that the Colossal did not reject the panel. They waitlisted it, and it just caused problems back and forth. That's what was going on. That's what it is. So. <coughs> now, Serenity1488 says, Yoma Khan so far is the only Khan that hasn't had any drama. It probably has, but it's probably so minuscule that no one really talks about it. You have to understand, every single convention has a, t- a level of drama to it. It's either small and in, or small and internal where it's kept within the con or it ends up a front page story. The most drama that comes out of any convention that basically is either the attendees or the staffer shit talking somebody who left or something like that. And that's basically the long and short of it. Again, the reason why I am talking about this because I was friends with Chris Gary. I severed that friendship earlier today Due to, it was turning into a one-sided friendship. He was being very toxic towards me. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm not dealing with this anymore. Plus, it almost costed me a very important friendship in my life. And I refused to lose that over something like this. So, and every time I would discuss something with him, he always felt he had the upper hand or this or that. I'm just like, no, uh, I'm not dealing with this anymore. And to be perfectly honest, the most he's going to do is bitch about it on his Facebook. And it's like, words, 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 words. Impress me when you finally come around to saying something, to doing something. Enough about that. Let's get it going. I know we're far behind. We'll get this all done the best we possibly can. Uh, Mako Chan, can you give us a summary as to what the fuck happened at Anime Revolution? I'm just like disgusted by this. Um, it's a very long read. Yeah, this uh, is not one that is going to be easy to okay. really do that with. Um, but it, it's it's basically same shit, different convention. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of sexual harassment, a lot of sexual abuse. Oof. Uh, attendees became concerned after they noticed two separate adult men with prior com- uh, prior convictions related to criminal harassment and sexual interference spotted in attendance. Uh, this, yeah, this did end up with uh, Vancouver police removing one of the men from the convention center, and alleged victims shared their stories online uh, with Anime News Network. And basically, this uh, began um, with various attendants of various conventions. Uh, And again, uh, happening for a number of years, uh, uh, staffers uh, said that this particular uh, person, who I won't name because Mm -hmm. I'm not name dropping assholes good good um but basically this particular gentleman was pestering girls and women for their phone numbers and for hugs and he was banned from anime revolution he then registered to attend another convention at which point uh staff members emailed him uh basically telling him to not come to the event. He arrived with his mother to the event. Wanted to speak with the convention chair and the three discussed the issue basically um, stating and having having a copy of a letter from this gentleman's psychiatrist basically stating that this uh, he was not a threat to the public and uh, his mother said that he would walk around the convention with a chaperone who happened to be his girlfriend 
Uh, given the information in the letter, the chaperone and plans for security and staff to keep tabs on him, the convention chair conceded that he could attend the event. Um, unfortunately, once people found out, they weren't exactly happy. Which, not for nothing, you know, is understandable. So basically, uh, this gentleman stated that he didn't mean to do what he did. It wasn't his fault. It's because he's on the autism spectrum. Are we on oh, that dumb? Sake. Are we on that dumb shit again? <sighs> yeah. So, um, basically, with all that in there, the convention chair decided he had no choice but to allow this gentleman to you know, be able to come to the convention. Well, uh, obviously the attendees were not happy with that and basically said they weren't comfortable. And so uh, he was eventually removed from the convention. Um, It goes on to explain uh, various females and ladies and all of that who ended up having either uh, issues with the gentleman or relations with the gentleman. And basically none of it turned out well. Um, It goes into his past and he has a lot of uh, uh, police records, I guess you'll say. This is a really long fucking thing. All right. I just want you All to right. know that. Stop it right there. I think we got the gist of it. Yeah, so... Yes. Well, no, we didn't get the gist of it because uh-huh. this whole thing is about the convention shutting down. Which I can't even get to. This is, like, so damn super long. You mean MechaCon? I don't even know, because this thing is so long, and it's convoluted. It goes into story after story after story, and there's no no freaking break, and there's so many ads, so I have no idea what's what. Well, okay. Basically, a... A con attendee was banned from Anime Revolution. He came back with his mom and a doctor's note saying he is on the scale, on the spectrum, so they allowed him in as long as he was with a guardian, which is his girlfriend. But granted that this person has harassed con goers before and has actually, I think, sexually assaulted one. Uh. He has a record and it just causes more problems. Long story short, victim people that he the, the the people that this person has terrorized the victims are basically mad at the convention for allowing him to be there and again this falls almost similar to what we just talked about in the la- in the last article we can't let shit like this go fly we cannot allow this if you show up with a judge saying you know this is why you ain't act the way you do if people are not safe around you you do not belong there that is it. The fact that you're... They're probably going to buy it even less if you try and jump through that many hoops Ooh. to uh, prove that you're not crazy. The fact that you're using... That you're hiding behind the excuse of a mental illness does not do you any good either. It's not a cop-out. People with, with, with issues know what's going on and they know how to take care of themselves, so stop the shit. Mm-hmm. No, I see the fact that he's actually going to a doctor and he's been diagnosed, you know, you, you hate to be and say things like that, but at the same time, if he's doing things like this and either the medications that he's on aren't working or he has issues with knowing what is right and what is wrong, then he does need somebody to make sure that he's not inappropriate. 
Fair enough. Mm-hmm. All right. If there's anybody from any convention watching tonight's clusterfuck of an episode, if you understand what we're trying to say, what we're saying is this. Keep your attendees and guests safe. That's it. That's all we're asking. It's something very simple. Shouldn't be too hard, too much to ask. You'd think. Yeah. And see, at that point, if the mother is coming to this convention to try and, you know, talk sense or be that voice, the mother should have been the one to volunteer to be the chaperone. Mm. I'm just saying. Enough about that. We're going to move on. We're going to say goodbye to MechaCon. It's basically Louisiana's largest and longest running convention. It has been going for 15 years. It is the longest event of its kind in the state. And each year it just got bigger and bigger. I'm going to assume that there, that the reason why this year is going to be the final year is due to the fact that maybe a lack of staff. Even though the numbers are going up, maybe the sales and the finances for running the con is getting smaller and smaller. That could be it. And it's kind of sad when a convention, you know, just disappears. Because a couple of weeks back, me and Mako attended the very last BronyCon. And as much fun that we had, we were kind of hoping there would be a BronyCon 2020, but... Ain't happening? Ain't happening. Same thing with uh, Louisiana's MechaCon. At who knows? Maybe somebody will pick up the monkeyer and just start up a brand new con. So we'll see. To those of you who enjoyed MechaCon, enjoy it. Live it up. Go out on top. And then maybe for 2021, you'll, maybe somebody else will step in and give you something that, that'll take care of you know what, what used to be there previously. Yes, and Gina asks, how long has MechaCon been around? Oh, it's been around since 2005. If I am reading, if I'm reading this article correctly. No, yeah, 2000, yeah, 2005. August 2005 was a very, was the very first one. I think I actually knew somebody who attended a couple of years of that. So, yeah, 15 <coughs> years. All right, moving right along. Are you? What's up with the with this uh, bootleg merch um, acquired? <clears throat> well, uh, Shanghai police sees forty two million U.S. in counterfeit figurines. <sighs> uh, China's central television state tel- TV broadcasters reported on August fifteenth that the Shanghai police have shut down a large scale <clears throat> pirated figure factor worth approximately four point five billion yen, three hundred million yuan which is about $42.3 million. Mm. The company produced numerous counterfeit figures from franchises including One Piece, Sailor Moon, Pokemon, Hatsune Miku, and even Iron Man. The factory is selling duplicate figures for that typically retail for 45 to 5,500 yen, or about 40 to $50, for 30 yuan wholesale, which is about $4, or 70 to 80 yuan, about $10 to $11 in stores. Uh, the pirate distributor is based in Guangzhou and Dongguan, with nine production lines and three warehouses. Twenty-five people arrested. Like twelve hundred models were seized, and approximately one fi- million f- finished figures were as well. Now, if you're probably wondering who buys this stuff, you ever go on to Wish.com or AliExpress and you see all that dirt cheap anime merch? That's yeah, what that yeah. is. If you, when you buy a figurine, you're wondering why it's so much cheaper than going to like J-List or AmiAmi or Hobby Japan. That's why. You're not buying an original. You're buying a bootleg. Hmm. Now, I can understand if you're buying a bootleg to, because you have the original in a box somewhere. That I totally get. But if, you just, if you're just buying it to buy it, um, but you know. Again, some of them look somewhat decent. 
but you know, I don't want to know what the fuck these things are made of that they're bootleg. Mm. Well, it's just the same material, but it's because stuff is cheap in China. All right, moving right along. What's up with Pokemon Masters there, um, Ari? Uh, let's see. Let me bring it back up here. Uh, the smart ga- smartphone game launches on August 29th. Uh, the official Twitch account for DNA, spelled D, lowercase E-N-A, Pokemon Master smartphone game released on Friday. The game will launch on the 29th on iOS and Android. The Twitter account will post daily countdown illustrations starting on Saturday at 10 p.m. JST, which is about 9 a.m. Eastern. The game lets players battle alongside your favorite Pokemon trainers from the main series RPGs. Important trainers from past Pokemon games appear in the smartphone game in sync pairs with a single Pokemon. Players form groups of three sync pairs that participate in three versus three battles of trying to win the tournament on the artificial island of Pasio. The game's real-time battles have players use a move gauge to attack as quickly as possible and fill the gauge. Trainers and Soka also use moves to heal Pokemon and raise their stats. Uh, the original idea came from Ken Sugimogi, Su- Sugimori, who suggested a game featuring all the past and present Pokemon trainers in the series. And they announced earlier this month that it plans to launch a new smartphone game in the new fiscal year based on the Pokemon franchise. I can only wonder if it's like like some of the other you know games I've seen advertised to hell and back on YouTube, and whether or not it'll be crawling with microtransactions. Yeah. It probably will be crawling with microtransactions, but considering this is an official game, it should be better. Mm-hmm. I'm going to only hope. Well, I'm still stuck playing uh, Dr. Mario World, so... Yeah, I think I've finally given up on that one. Uh, I'm enjoying it a little bit too much, so... I haven't got my hands on it yet. It's a fun game, and I've already pre-registered for Mario Kart... Um, uh, mobile, so... Yeah, that one I pre-regged for. Mm-hmm. Alright, Mako, tell us about the Hitokiri Battlesai. What was that? The Hitokiri Battlesai, Rurouni Kenshin. So, um, I really enjoy all of these silly escape games. And Kenshin is getting one of his own. So September 11th through December 15th, you will become a disciple of uh, Kenshin and get to challenge the villain Shishio, who plans to overthrow the Meiji era government. So you'll get to walk around an open-air museum, talk with the staff, while really learning actual sword techniques. Ooh. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, pretty damn cool. And then it goes into speaking about the manga and the live-action films, and that two new live-action films will be premiering. Uh, They finished shooting in June, so they are looking to uh, premiere next summer. And I'm excited about that because the live action series is pretty damn good. Mm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really wish they would bring some more of these over to the States. I know they have brought a handful of them over, but something like this seems like it would be kind of cool. Oh, Definitely. Did they? Yeah, I think they brought over what the uh, Attack on Titan one. Uh, they did bring over the Attack on Titan. I think they brought the Zelda one over. Hmm. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I think they brought over three. Now I'm gonna have to look for them. Hmm. All right. While you look that up. I, I, I'm going to talk about what I think is basically the, the big news in the fandom. We're, we're, we're getting more Love Live. I mean, come on. Who who, who doesn't who doesn't love Love Live? I mean, come on. Well, we, not no one as much as you do. 
Well, what can I say? Nozomi is best idol. And yes, I am biased as fuck, and Bob Coffee knows it. <laughs> so what happened last week was, on the official um, Love Live Twitter um, from the staffers, they announced that the group Muse will be getting back together to release a new single to celebrate the franchise's ninth anniversary. The last time you heard from them was three years ago, and the single was Moment Ring that came out right after the Love Live uh, School Idol movie, which I have on my shelf. I should watch again. It was also released the Solo Live Collection Memorial Box 3 and the Muse Final Love Live Music Forever Concert Collection as well. If I could find one of those reasonably cheap used, I would probably buy it. Now... What's cool is that Moment Ring earned the Golden Disc certification from the RIAA of Japan after it sold over 100,000 copies in two weeks. In, in two weeks. That's just, wow. I'm talking physical copies, not downloads. Physical copies in stores. There is a Love Life Festival event in January, and Muse will reunite for that. This event is the franchise's first festival, and it'll be at the Saitama Super Arena on January 18th and 19th of next year. You're going to see Aquors, Saint Snow, and I guess from Perfect Dream Project, uh, Niji Nijigasaki Academy's Idol Appreciation Club. Now, the contracts of these voice actors and the unit explain at the end of March 2016, but group member Emi Nita stated that at the time that Muse Final Love Life concerts will be the final concerts with just Muse as a whole and by themselves. It didn't mark them breaking up. So basically, after the final love line, they're just, they just went off to chill and do their own thing and come back together to fire it up one more time. So everybody is going to be there except for Agupan and A-Rise. I'd like to hear from A-Rise. I do like that, like that one song from the, from the series there, so... I might have I might have to go looking for some more Love Live Eurobeat music and and listen to it on my way to work tomorrow. And finally, to kind of wrap up tonight's news, Mako-chan, what's going on with your favorite fandom? I think I think lately with these episodes, we've been hitting your fandoms at least two or three times an episode. Yeah, well, I like to. Uh talk about things that have at least crossed uh, from Japan and isn't just stuck there so we can hope and dream. Uh, but yeah, so Ghost in the Shell is getting a new manga. Mm -hmm. It is going to be from uh, what this is saying. It's going to be set after Ghost in the Shell 1.5 Human Error Processor. It's going to focus on Section 9 after the disappearance of the Major. Mm -hmm. And uh, Fujisaka basically said that he's writing it as if it's Ghost in the Shell 1.75. Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be called. So um, be on the lookout for that. If you enjoy basically what is side story and character development, and all of that. So, Ghost in the Shell guide in. Something like that. Not necessarily a bad thing, obviously. No, definitely not. But, uh, just gotta hope it comes over here. Well, if they make it into an... If they make this into an anime, you think they'll get Yoko Kano to write the opening theme again? Oh, why wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to make sure. Alright. Now that we got that out of the way, and we caught it with so much time, I think we're actually going to get out of here a little bit earlier than expected, so I think it's a good thing. So we're going to go ahead and get into the best part of the show. Strange news from Japan. I mean... Meanwhile, in Japan. I want the first one. God damn it!
I'll take the second one. Yeah, yeah I didn't think I didn't think there was a bad one in this bunch. No. Yeah, we were both leaping for that jump ball, weren't we? Yes. All right, Ari, kick it off. Right then. One of Japan's best ramen chains is offering five free beers for every bowl of ramen you, you order. Hmm. There are a lot of restaur ramen restaurants in Japan, but the one, the one you should really go to is Ipudo. Originally, there were two. Ordinarily, there are two reasons to eat there. It's signature Tokusei sh Shiromaru Fukuoka-style tonkotsu pork stock ramen, and it's first of Tokusei Akamaru ramen, which adds spicy miso to the mix for a complex, even more stimulating flavor. But fuck that! Free beer! <laughs> the generous geniuses at Ipudo noticed that the world, words beer garden and beer ramen look pretty similar with, in the kanji. And so they launched a beer ramen promotion, which gives you free beer with an order of Tokusei Shiromaru or Tokusei Akamaru ramen. <clears throat> Since their price is even if a load of extra toppings, it costs around 1,100 yen, which is about 10 bucks or so. This is a pretty sweet offer, especially when you add in the fact they're not passing off some low-quality low-malt Popsoshu quasi beer, but genuine Asahi super high, like super dry draft beer, their favorite brand. I hope it's not like the Miller Light. Of, it's, I hope it's not like the Bud Light of Japan. Sorry. It, my, Asahi is not the Bud Light of Japan. That is some good fucking beer. I'm telling you that shit right now. Well then. A lot of times free drink of food promotion limit the one to per customer, but Ipudo wisely realizes that if you're the type of gourmand who enjoys washing out a bowl of ramen with beer, you're probably also the kind of person who enjoys washing it down with two beers or more. So... They offer up to five free beers, all for purchasing a single ball of noodles. It's you know hundred percent legit. Not not going to be around forever until August twenty fifth. Oh, and it's and free beer is only for customers ordering ramen between eight and ten p.m. But honestly, any earlier is probably too early to be drinking that much anyway. Mm. It's happy hour somewhere. Just imagine Naruto get hitting this special. <laughs> no. Wait, or does he just... Or does his, you know, chakra just filter out poisons like that? I doubt it would. But I but I think, um... The, the, the Jiren Chi... Whatever spirit, the spirit that's in him, would know he's drinking alcohol and be like, yeah, you gotta stop that. I was thinking it was something like with the uh, Super Soldier Serum that Captain America has that yeah. that it, it I forget like the specifics of it but he pretty much that, that's what I was you know basing it on that it helps him resist you know low level you know poisons like that so uh, Captain America just flat out straight can't get drunk mm. So let me ask you, how many beers would you be able to pound during this thing, during one bowl of ramen? Um, I imagine after the fourth bowl or so, bowl or so I will be drink, eating the ramen out of the beer. The <laughs> beer broth, the beer will become the broth. Well now. It's a document. <laughs> so you're going to be able to eat four bowls of ramen and drink 20 glasses of booze. Wouldn't be the worst dr drinking I've ever done, so... The funny Remind me to sit on the other side of you. <laughs> I'm I, no, the thing is, I'm picturing Ari, you know, he, he has the napkin tucked under underneath his shirt with the chopsticks, and he has a straw and the beer stein sipping it like a gentleman while slurping down his ramen. Oh, God. You have to say straw, my fucking Ari straws in the other room. Whoops. <laughs> I can't predict what you're gonna say. So. Gene Arp says, eat ramen like Goku. It's the only correct way to eat ramen. Oh my god, I'm suddenly reminded of that AMV 
there is an AMV with, uh, I think it has Goku and Spike in it, and there's an eating contest. <laughs> that sounds like something that would happen. I may have to look for that and, and post it Was later. it Spike or was it Vash? It was Vash. It was Vash. Because as soon as you said that, I'm like, uh... That's Tainted Donuts, isn't it? Well, Tina Donuts is Vesh and Spike. Mm -hmm. Well, that, oh yeah. Because I could have sworn it was Spike, but it was Vesh, yeah. Anyway, I think we're getting a little off track here. It's a podcast. It's meanwhile, after, meanwhile in Japan. It, it, we kind of. It's a podcast that's running late. Yeah. Now. Here's something interesting indeed. A strip club guidance booth raid and in Japan ends with the police seizing over 400 pounds of raw fish. What the? There's a sentence for you. Mm. Now... Let's start at the beginning here. Um, in these bar districts, they have what's called Murray Anagio, known as Free Guidance Booth. You set them up with these privacy curtains or heavily frosted glass covering the entrance. You can go in and you can see what's kind of uh, titillating, per se. Now, with this... You throw in a mix of adult entertainment providers and organized crime. And the Nagasaki Prefecture Police. It gets chaotic. Now, what happened was the police recently raided one of these free guidance booths in Nagasaki City. And it's part of the typical investigation against the, the local Yakuza boys. I get that. Person's name is Akihiro Sa Sakoe. Now, during this raid, they found a huge stash of illegal merchandise, which is a given. But the illegal merchandise that they found was 400 pounds of processed seafood, mostly fish fillets. Not gonna lie, it sounds like this is a Yakuza game. Yeah, it's kind of just how fucking weird this thing gets. Which I need to continue playing. It's kind of fishy though, but that's besides the point. But, this is all part of a case. God damn it. <laughs> but the thing is, this is all part of a case being built up against 51-year-old Sakoe. The boss was arrested on August 14th, and the investigators have a working theory that, in addition to the product that they found in the free guidance booth, this person's underlings cut up the catch there. It makes you wonder, who brought this in? How did you not know the How do you not detect the smell of fish? Well, it's dried fish, right? No. No, it was regular fish. Regular fish. Oh, it was raw fish. Yeah, mm. that shouldn't have a fishy stench to it, unless it's going bad. But even still, you suspect, you notice someone bringing in raw fish to a booth. Oh no, it's frozen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if it's frozen, people are probably just keeping it in boxes and bringing it in. That's still weird. Very. That's not helping. No, it is not. But, yeah, at least it explains why nobody was smelling anything. True. Now, l l let's go to the opposite end of the spectrum and talk about a creature that likes fish. Cats. Yeah, so Japan is a lot more uh, tech-savvy, sort of. And while this is stuff that we can do here, it's not stuff that is done, for the most part, because of uh, issues. Um, like people 
airdropping dick pics. But anyway. <laughs> By the way, that is now illegal in the state of Texas. Yes, it is. Um, so Japan does a lot of uh, image drops and file drops and things like that through airdrop on iPhone. Um, so people will either mistakenly leave their airdrops open because they've been trading with family and friends and people will basically, you know, just do an airdrop for everybody in the area. So anybody that happens to have, you know, open access ends up getting stupid ass pictures. Mm. Um, one of the things that they do is pornography, because which obviously is a bad thing. Uh, because even people that don't want to see it and don't accept it, they end up still having a thumbnail of the image. So they've basically seen it anyway. Now, this particular person, uh, he's a professional MC and his Twitter uh, and Twitter user uh, Ryoran Hayaka. He ended up changing the name of his phone to uh, Please Send Cat Pictures. Thinking it would be, you know, a funny if dangerous game to see if any strangers would, you know, actually do that. So, um, after actually changing the name, he actually received 13 photos of cats from an unidentified iPhone user. And what even turns a little bit weirder, because this person is semi-famous, the person that sent the images to this guy, for, like while they were on the train, was also one of his Twitter followers. Nice. So How he convenient. starts posting, yeah, he starts posting on Twitter, you know, what he did, and the person that sent the photos was just like, uh, yeah, that was me. That was me and my friend sending you the cat pictures. <laughs> And then posted more pictures of his random cats to show that it was actually him. So they actually got into, you know, a conversation on Twitter over the fact that, you know, this weird, unexplained, you know, unexplainable phenomenon that they actually were acquaintances. I mean, granted, it's Twitter, but, you know, still a little bit weird. And then, of course, after posting on Twitter about everything that happened, people on Twitter started sending him photos of cats. That's a whole lot of pussy. Yeah, but again, um, this isn't something that you would want to do often, because when you have that open, people can just send you whatever the hell they want to. I'm surprised he uh, didn't feel the need to uh, qualify it with... Send cat pics. Ones that aren't crawling with malware, please. Because mm. he knows someone will try a stunt like that. It's been done. Yep. Okay, I just noticed I'm taking up the entire lower half of the screen here. Again? I thought I fixed this. Damn it. I fixed you. There. There we go. Fixed. <laughs> and there I am staring out a window. And no, do not restart right now. You, you, this tablet will restart when the show is over. And God damn it, Ari, stop moving around. There we go. Shall we wrap it up? Yes, please. Yes. So, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. 
Thank you for participating. If you have any questions about the show, any ideas, suggestions, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. And thank you, TheoX75, for the compliment. He said, great stream, still with the setbacks. We appreciate that. And Bob Coffee, good looks for the link. I may just have to grab myself a VIP ticket. Anywho, check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where you'll find our weekly podcast, convention reports, anime reviews, cosplay interviews, cosplay tips and tricks, editorials, and links to our convention photo galleries and convention videos. All of that and more at AnimeJamSession.com. Don't forget, if you have iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, any type of podcast app on your phone, Google Podcasts, you can find us. You can also find us on iHeartRadio. Just search Anime Jam Session and the latest episode will be right there at your fingertips. So give us a listen and enjoy the show. And let us know what you think. You can all because it will allow you to uh, to basically leave like little reviews and stuff like that. So and Ari keeps in keeps getting big on me, man. You need to stop that pasta, dude. <sighs> there we go. Don't forget, you can find us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook under Anime Jam Session. That's real fine when we're going live, uh, our photo galleries, and convention videos. All that and then some. And to everybody that follows us on Anime Jam on these social media sites, thank you so much. We couldn't do the show without you. Around the room, last words, Mako-chan. I am so fucking tired. Gotcha. Last words, Ari. Yeah, I'm ready to go to bed too, but I really don't want to get out of this chair. I know that feel, dude. My last words, editing the audio, and this is going to be a pain in the ass. But I do what I got to do. Well, that is it. End of list. We're getting out of here. We'll be back uh, next week with a brand new episode. Uh, don't forget, uh, this week there is no Bobby Blackwolf or Orange Downs Radio, but we'll be here that Tuesday after Labor Day with the leftovers from the grill. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I am Akachan. Great, great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. And, yes. Um... That's it. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. That's it. We're out of here. We're getting up on out of here. Good night and good luck. podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!